0: Movies filmed in the great state of Utah on this episode of the Movies Past and Present Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Movies Past and Present Podcast. It's January 20th, 2024, and this is episode 119. I'm your host, Stanford Clark, and I'm podcasting from the Crossroads of the West in beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. Just on my website, moviespastandpresent.com, I'll be providing recommendations, commentary, and reviews about current and classic cinema. Thanks for tuning in, and let's do this thing. I'm joined on the podcast again today with my good friend Chris Dallin. Chris had this great idea a few weeks ago when I was hanging out with him and with his family about... Talking about films that are made in Utah and some some serendipitous stuff has happened. And so here's my conversation with Chris Dallin. Well, I have the pleasure of talking with my good buddy Chris Dallin. Hey, Chris. Good
1: day. I hope you're doing well, Stan. Yeah, I was well. How are you? I'm really well. Thank you. Looking forward to talking movies today.
0: Well, me too. And thanks so much for taking the time and bring your your wonderful perspective and expertise to uh, our discussion. Chris, you and I I was I was with your you know with your family, we were doing something fun uh, a few weeks ago and you just had this great idea about podcasting about films made in our great state of Utah and I just loved it. And we just have been kind of corresponding about this for a few weeks and so I'm so glad we're finally having our first what I'm calling our Made in Utah series.
1: That's awesome. And looking forward to, because there is so much beauty in Utah. There's so much talent. Looking forward to chatting about some of the great movies that have been filmed here in the great state of Utah.
0: Well, again, thank you for this wonderful idea. I just give you, you know, 100% of the credit for this, Chris. And, and we'll, we're planning multiple episodes coming in 2024 uh, and possibly beyond about, about just, you know, our 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 great state that we that we live in and you know the, not only the bustling film industry but really interesting history um one, one thing that we also ran into when you know while we were um uh we were up in Ogden if I'm not mistaken and we came across this thing that was talking about uh that 2024 is the the Utah Film Commission is celebrating the 100th anniversary of the premiere of the first movies that were filmed in Utah. So movies that were filmed by Hollywood Studios probably in, you know, 1923 started getting released in 1924 into the theaters. And so the Utah Film Commission is celebrating that anniversary uh, and and I think celebrating not only film but also television since both a lot of films and TV shows have been filmed in, in the state. Uh, I love this that, that so on, on the Utah film commission has this website. It's film.utah.gov slash 100 years. I'll put a link to it out in the podcast notes on my website, but um, the film commission states that many cities and counties across the state share a part of uh, the early filmmaking history here. And during this anniversary year, the film commission will celebrate all of the people, locations and productions that have made Utah, America's film set is that I love that that's their that's their tagline that you it's Utah America's film set what do you what do you think about that
1: oh I love that too and let's call out something as well I think that you had made the decision to do this podcast before we found out about the hundred years so it's yeah. completely fortuitous that uh, we're all on the same wavelength here
0: yeah I thought that was that was cool that was ser- ser- serendipity so the Utah Film Commission has a lot of interesting stuff going on this year, um, including a historical exhibit that they've got right now in the Utah State Capitol Building. So I'm stoked to go see that. I might be hitting you, hitting you up, Chris, see if you know if you're in Salt Lake. We can meet up and go see that that exhibit. I think it's on the maybe the fourth floor of the Capitol building. Yeah,
1: it sounds great. And typically during the legislative session, they have these displays on cool things that are happening in Utah. You know, one year is the Great Salt Lake and the history there, but it'll be fun to see movies this yeah. year, um, featured, you know, in, in the great movies that have been filmed here.
0: So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that. The, on this website that I, again, will have a link to in the podcast notes on my website, uh, they've got a lot of information. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's film screenings all across the state. I noticed that there's one coming up in February that's in Cedar City. Uh, You know, a lot of movies were filmed down in that part of the wood, particularly a lot of westerns. Uh, And anyway, it just goes on and on. So it's going to be fun. One other thing that I discovered, Chris, uh, and I just happened upon it because I was looking for another film, but Megaplex Theaters, which is a chain based here in Utah. uh, They are going to do a filmed in Utah film series, which includes 10 films. They're going to be screening one film a week starting on January 29th. And the very first film that they're going to show, Chris, is the great comedy Galaxy Quest from made <laughs> uh, in nineteen ninety nine, which I was pretty stoked uh, uh, about that. Uh, but they've got a wide variety of films. Um, we'll be talking more about this, I think, in our podcast. I also will be putting this on my Instagram feed too. Uh, but a, a full list is going to will be in the podcast notes on my website as well, and check out the Megaplex Theaters website too. I'll have a link. Uh, a link there so I, I might be hitting you up Chris to meet up at the movies' oh, see some uh, of these films <laughs> so
1: excited about that and you know what I love that when you can get classic films those that you love those that you remember and see them once again on the big screen it's a treat and it really is
0: yeah I think so too and megaplex does a really nice job with that they usually get in just really beautiful digital prints of these films and it's just such a quality experience. You know, going to see movies at the at Megaplex theaters, so I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Some some of the other other titles to look forward to again they they run the Gamma, But, but after Galaxy Quest, um, they're going to be showing Thelma and Louise. Uh, then they're going to be showing The Searchers, which we'll be talking about here a little bit more in a minute. Just, you know, spoiler alert: uh, Jeremiah Johnson. Anyway, it's it's I'm I'm stoked. So. um, so good stuff from Megaplex and, and how fun to be able to talk about movies made in Utah uh, during this you know memorable mile, mile, milestone. So, Chris, let's dive into some of we, – we both have been kind of corresponding about some of our favorite films. There's so many, you know, <laughs> to pick from um, made in Utah. And also, though, some cool experiences that we've encountered with film production in, in, in Utah. Chris, what's your, you know, what's been your experience or what are your thoughts uh, about generally, you know, the film industry within our state?
1: You know, it it really, uh, the beauty, the flora and the fauna that exist here really does provide a great backdrop. But even deeper than that, Stan, is this uh, we have so much talent here in Utah as well. So you, you add the backdrop and the beauty and the flora and the fauna and the talent, and it really is a great recipe for movie success. And that's why some of the greatest films you know, in, in history have been filmed in Utah. And I think that people sometimes don't think about you know Utah as this mecca, but it is. And there's great movies out there that I think we're going to talk about in a bit. Um, not only from a historical perspective, but again, those wonderful backdrops that really have become the foundation of what the Old West might have looked like, or what a uh, what a planetary uh, set might look like, because Utah really now is you know the baseline for that kind of thought
0: that's such a that's such a good point and i i think uh it's it's really remarkable to think about how many films have been made you know at least have used utah as as locations and so much of that i think just just as you said is the you know the unparalleled beauty uh that, that that's available here in the state and statewide you know in all sorts of different lo- you know spots just depending on what's what's going on with the you know the story and the production but also, you mentioned the really tremendous talent. I think go, there's a really deep talent pool, isn't there, in our state that that uh, filmmakers know about and 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 uh, you know, take it, I don't you know use you know <laughs> take advantage of sounds negative, but you know I think that uh, you know the, it's 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 pretty cool,
1: right? Well, and one thing I I want to compliment the film commission. And I want to compliment the Utah State Legislature as well, because um, they've been pretty friendly to the movie industry as well, because not only does it provide, you know, a window into how beautiful Utah is, but it does bring some economic benefit as well. You know, also, I know that when I'm out and about and I'm on the road and I'm traveling, it's kind of cool to look up those places where a movie was filmed and go visit and say, you know, this is where Austin Powers gold member was shot, or this is where, um, you know, the searchers was shot, or this is where Dumb and Dumber was shot, you know, and it, and it kind of um, brings that validation that Utah has often looked for in the past. And that's one of the things that, that I wanted to mention Stan, is it used to be that utah was in such a hurry to try to be somewhere else and that's just not the case anymore you know i kind of liken it to kentucky and new orleans and i know that that's that's weird but go with me for a second so so kentucky is not trying to be anywhere else other than what it is you know they're baseball bats bourbon and horse racing yeah And, and that's just who they are and they've adopted that new orleans the same way you know beignets and gumbo and jazz Um, they're they're not trying to you know cook new york pizza in in new orleans for example right right and and, um which is indicative of, of what's happening but but utah has had this identity crisis in the past but but no more you know we've adopted and really embraced this idea of incredible adventure and and outdoor experiences and And movies and music and and um, Utah has come into its own. So we've stopped trying to be somewhere else. And ironically enough, other places are now trying to be more like Utah. And I love that. And that's and that just doesn't happen. That's by a lot of work by a lot of people in the film commission, the legislature, the commissioners, mayors, and others coming together to promote the great state of Utah. And I'm really proud of all of those people who have made that happen, Stan.
0: You know, well said, Chris. I really appreciate that and, and, and I'm with you. Uh, and one other thing, Chris, that comes, comes to mind too is this is, I guess, is less about film making, but you know, the Sundance Film Festival, which is really one of the premier film festivals in the U.S., if not in the world, is here and it's going, you know, it's going on right now. Right. Uh, uh, here, here in our state, just, it just barely started. And it's, it's, it's been going on for 40 years, which is hard, hard to believe, but, but, uh, such a, such an important part of, I think, you know, the world's film culture and here it just happens in our, in our own, uh, backyard. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Which is, which is pretty cool. Well, Chris, let's talk about just giving a bit of an overview in this in this episode about some of our either favorite films that were that have been filmed in Utah and also maybe just some of like the cool cool experiences about uh you know that we that we've had with dealing with with the film industry here here in Utah. And l- let's start with you my friend. Do you what are some of your favorite films that uh, were made in utah
1: yeah i i can't wait to talk about this and i um i think about these films they've influenced me in my life i think about them and chuckle too um but really uh, some great storytelling so i'm just going to go through a list and of those that i like and might i add to and maybe this is too bold but um a little bit of a history lesson um, up until 1863, um, Preston, Idaho, was part of Utah. So I'm going to kind of adopt Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, yes. uh Because okay. so, yes. so much talent from Utah and others. So Napoleon Dynamite gets an adoption clause. In That's okay,
0: I, I support that. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, uh, just right over the border in Idaho. I love know. it. But Napoleon Dynamite's great, of course. The Milk Tasting and the Happy Hands group,
0: you know, just the uh, whole thing. Yeah. Tina um, the Llama, Lord, yeah. I
1: mean. You yeah. <laughs> know, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, it's so fun. I, um, we were talking earlier, Stan, about how I love when I'm on the road to go to places where these films were shot. Yeah, yeah. It it makes the uh, it makes the adventure even more so. Um, so we went to the house where Uncle Rico had parked his van, for example. And, Outstanding. And we took pictures and stuff. And it was kind of fun to see that. But what's really interesting about a movie, right, is it, is it becomes part of the American vernacular.
0: And, yeah, yeah. And
1: um, really allows you to kind of experience those things. But it's really cool that um, with films that shot in Utah, they're, they're so close realizing that indeed Utah, the talent, the beauty, and so on, is really part of the American lexicon as well. So um, <clears throat> I'll, I'll go on to the next one. <clears throat> one, of my, one of my movies that I watched with my father, and I still chuckle about the movie, and it, and it wasn't intended to be a, a comedy for sure, um, more of an adventure, but it was uh, the movie Jeremiah Johnson.
0: And yeah, Rob Robert Redford.
1: Robert Redford movie. I loved it. But there's some quotes in there that just make me chuckle. Um, for example, um, you know, near the first of the movie, um, Robert Redford's character, of course, um, encounters a, a person that's dead that is holding a gun. And there's a note um, on the front of him that says, I killed the bear that killed me and um, <laughs> explains <laughs> explains, of course, the gun. And then things go on, and he he meets um, – is it, is it Hacksaw, Hacksaw Jack? Is that right? Um, that he meets, which is another mountain man. And he says, hey, Pilgrim, do you hunt Grizz? And he's like, oh, yeah, I hunt Grizz. And he's like, no, are you sure that you hunt Grizz? <laughs> <laughs> and the next scene is you see, see uh, Hacksaw Jack running down the mountain, um, with a bear right uh, right behind him. He runs into the cabin where Robert Redford's character is. You hear a bang, boom, smack, growl. And then um, Hacksaw jumps out the, the window and turns around and yells in the window and says, skin that one, Pilgrim, and I'll bring you another one. And that's one of the, <laughs> <laughs> the greatest movie scenes in my list ever. It was just so great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, i love it yeah, cool. i'm excited to see that you know as we mentioned that's coming that's one of the films in this filmed in utah series that megaplex is doing and uh, I'm, I'm excited to see it on the big screen because i think i saw it on the big screen you know when i was a kid but but uh I, you know looking forward to it oh it's yeah it's been years You know, yeah. many years so i'm excited excited to revisit <laughs> <laughs> love it love it
1: Really looking forward to that. Um, Next on my list, of course, Dan, um, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, yeah. Um, I love this series. It was a great film. But the idea that it was filmed, um, you know,
0: down in the Moab area. um, Yeah, I think in Arches National Park, too, right? I mean, in addition to all, you know, areas are surrounding.
1: Yep, exactly. yeah. Yeah. And it, and we got uh, the thing that I loved about it is 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 the backstory of how Indiana Jones <laughs>
0: yes.
1: uh, got his hat and his whip and um, very awesome. nice. <laughs> and, You know, it, it was it was almost like this this mini prequel, right? Of how Indiana Jones and some of his quirky things, as well as uh, you know some of the clothing that he did yeah. stuff came to be, which which was great, but. It was a, a really beautiful um, set, to be sure. So I I loved it, of course, um, and really fun to see. Uh, yeah, I'm Yeah. And and, and and frankly, Stan, I mean, let's call it out here. I could spend a whole hour on each one of these movies. Right.
0: right? I know exactly, and, and and maybe we will in the future on some of these. But we can really do a you know a deep dive. Uh, yeah.
1: Right, right, exactly. So um, The Sandlot is oh, yeah. next. I, I love The Sandlot, of course. So down found in the Draper area, the Bountiful area, as well as Ogden. Um, Ogden, um, of course, the Lauren Far pool um, was there. And then um, Bountiful is where the house was, the Sandlot itself. And um, just such a great film capturing You know, boyhood in America, uh, where people would get together and play baseball and do some fun things together. And it's a lot of fun. But, you know, how how can, speaking of the American um, lexicon and um, (laughs) vernacular, you know, there's things like, you're killing me, Smiles. Yeah. Which
0: everybody, yeah, quotes. Yeah.
1: (laughs) um, That came from that movie. Yeah. But also, one of my favorite quotes, as you remember, uh, the same same character, Ham, um, that said, you're killing me, Smiles. Um, He was the catcher on this particular um, Sandlot. And he would try to get in people's heads, you know, and and talk trash like, you know, every sports does. But but he had one of the best lines ever. He's sitting there. um, One of the characters is getting up ready to hit the ball. And he says, you know what? If my dog was as ugly as you, I'd shave his butt and tell him to walk back. (laughs) (laughs) No, it just kind of captures that, that that inappropriate voice. uh, I was
0: going to say, it's just our child.
1: (laughs) You know, trying to get in everybody's head, but I think that's the kind of thing, um, where, you know, chop busing and other things, um, it is kind of terms of endearment now is because, you know, it like it's created that way. And it yeah, anyway yeah. It's such a fun movie to capture, you know, some
0: of the essence of childhood for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so much fun. And
1: then I have a couple more that, that I would love to mention. Um, one that wouldn't be on anyone's favorite movie list. Uh Stan um, is Carnival of Souls. Oh, Carnival of Souls. Car- yeah. Now yeah. this one was released in 1962, and it was filmed, you know, late 50s, early 60s. But but um, the reason I like the film is not for the plot line or anything, <laughs> but because it was filmed in downtown Salt Lake. So it it's this great time capsule. Yeah. What downtown Salt Lake looked like in the late 50s, early 60s. Um. Uh. Painful to watch, but 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 if you watch it, you know, with the idea of I want to see what Salt Lake looked like back then,
0: yeah, well, thing. I think mean, that is so great, Chris. that That is really that's a really kind of one of a kind film, isn't it? As you said, yeah. not, not a great film, but interesting one. Wasn't it also filmed out like on the kind of uh the salt flats or, or yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. okay, yeah. It,
1: well, and what's interesting about it, um. As you know, there used to be um, a resort on the Great Salt Lake, um, and they captured that resort in this movie. So you can see it in its glory.
0: Salt Air, is that? Yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, so um, kind of a fun way to look back on the history of Utah by watching that film.
0: Oh, that's great.
1: Yeah, yeah. interesting. and. You know, I've got this list of 100 plus films um, that I love in Utah, but I'm just going to mention one or two more here. Um, Please. Yes. Yeah. So I can't. I mean, really, in my opinion, one of the best comedies ever made. Dumb
0: and Dumber. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. It filmed here in Utah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Filmed at the um, Salt Lake Airport, Lakai, Ogden, Salt Lake, Park City, you know, other places, of course. And. Uh, just, uh, this film is so funny. I mean, this is um, Jim Carrey at his best. Yeah. And, and I I mean, just, just so funny. So funny. But um, some of the things, and uh, one of the items that is in my family's vernacular anyway, is um, I want to go someplace warm, a place where the beer flows like wine, where beautiful women instinctively flock like the salmon to Capistrano. You
0: know,
1: (laughs) one of the best lines in movie history. And then, then, of course, just when I think you couldn't possibly get any dumber, you go and do something like this and completely redeem yourself. (laughs) Uh, Just so, so funny.
0: Uh, I love that movie so much. I really... I'm excited to rewatch it this year. You know, I, <laughs> it's been too long.
1: I, it's it's just so funny, and and there's just those those funny things, you know, um, where where there's a little bit of hope for intelligence, yeah. Um, and then you get something like, "Hey, what was her name? What was that beautiful girl's name? Swami, Slippy, Slappy, Simmons, Swanson? Oh no, Samsonite! I was way <laughs> off." <laughs> <laughs> uh, just just so funny and um uh. love that movie but but stan as we go throughout this um i i was lucky enough to host a real life movie premiere uh, yes you know in in utah um called redemption so uh, um a film um a real film uh well Obviously a real film. A real story is what I meant to say.
0: Yeah, like based on a true story. True, yeah. Like, yeah.
1: yeah, that's right. About um, a man who was a grave robber in Salt Lake City. And um, the law dealt with him in a unique way, um, put him out on Antelope Island um, to live the rest of his life. And uh, as a result of that... Um, just a crazy story, so it's worth looking into. But but called Redemption. Um, one of the actors in the movie you would recognize, um, Larry Thomas. Larry uh, played the suit Nazi in Seinfeld. Yes, um, and uh, was able to interview him, of course, and uh, really a, kind of a regional film, but but uh, really fun to be involved in that movie premiere as well.
0: Well, so cool, Chris, and. Uh... There's a lot of, there's, there's a video made of this coverage on YouTube and I'm going to put a link to it in the podcast notes on my website too. Cause it's, uh, uh, Chris, there you were being a part of, of, uh, Utah film history. There uh, it is. Super uh, cool. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then, um, I, w- I was involved in some, uh, set location work for a movie called clay pigeons, um, clay pigeons. I just, which I just recently watched. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) heard Joaquin Phoenix. Um, I was working at a swimming pool. I had no idea who he was. Um, and he came to go swimming one night after shooting, I think. Um, nice guy. And, um, then one of, uh, the set guys came in and said, Hey, we'd like to shoot in this area. So that was shot up in the Honeyville Deweyville area. Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of a murder mystery film, and then, yeah. and then I I grew up right next to Brigham City, and um, I remember them shooting the film there. So, so um, not necessarily my favorite films, but so excited to kind of um, have rubbed shoulders with the producers and some of the actors and and other things, um, which goes to say that the people who work on these films, um, great people. They're good at their craft. I think that sometimes we, um, you know, we elevate them uh, because they're not accessible, but they are, and they're great people, and they do great work, Um, just like you and I have jobs. They do their jobs in really profound ways, and it's kind of fun to see that side of the film industry as well, Stan.
0: Absolutely, Chris. Now, Chris, do you have any uh, other kind of brushes with fame? Of famous, uh, actors or actresses that you've seen here in Utah, somewhere, it, somewhere, you know, in Utah.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, not not while they were filming, um, along the way, but as you know, Costner is in Park City. Quite, oh yeah, right. Yeah, um, I was riding my motorcycle in Jackson Hole and um, came up on a stoplight. And looked over and I said these words um, to myself. I said, Holy crap, it's Han Solo. <laughs> and Harrison Ford was riding his motorcycle.
0: And uh oh, that's and, and I went, hey, that's Sandy.
1: Hey, can I ride with you? And he said, sure. And and we rode up the canyon a little bit. I ran out of gas, had to pull off, he kept going. <laughs> but but I I rode my motorcycle with with Harrison,
0: <laughs> Harrison Ford's your ride or die. <laughs> Although he didn't help you with getting his orgasm. <laughs> yeah, but, That's what, what. you
1: know? What What's really interesting is, um, you know, talking to these guys. They they have jobs. The interesting thing is is that they're easily recognizable, but their jobs are similar to ours. And um, you know, I can't imagine. Um, being someone like Kevin Costner or Harrison Ford or others and trying to just have a nice quiet dinner, for example. Yeah. Um, You know, and that's why I really respect what they do because um, some of these folks uh, give up privacy, you know, um, to be able to tell good stories and I admire them for that. And just whenever I see someone on the street, try to respect their privacy um, as, as much as I can. But I, I get starstruck once in a while, but mostly Stan. Um, and I think you were with me um, on one occasion when I ran into um, a couple of folks that help produce films for Disney. Um, I get starstruck there with with the creators, the producers, the writers, the people who make these things happen. And, yeah. And, and really admire someone taking... Um, something that didn't exist and make it into this beautiful masterpiece. There's, there's intelligence and brilliance there. So, yeah. So, so that's just a a little bit about, you know, my, my run in, but, you know, to your point, um, Sundance is going on now. It it's easy to run into these folks that are easily recognizable because
0: you talk down the street. That's right. Exactly. Uh, or introducing films, or or you know, I think that's one of the you know hallmarks of 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 a film festival as well as you know, particularly Sundance is that people are here, you know, the filmmakers and uh, actors, they're they're here. Exactly. And, yeah. Um. You know, Chris, as as per usual, I really I, I really don't have anything on you, but I I, I have seen Donny Osmond twice. <laughs> <laughs> there's this, there's this Baskin Robbins, you know, just to a regular Baskin Robbins. It's in Provo. I uh, I used to work in Provo, and literally, I mean, I went to this Baskin Robbins. I think like a total of three times, you know, my whole life, and two of the times, Donnie Osmond was there with his wife. Yeah. <laughs> was chance for the chance the Yeah, right. exactly. But I appreciated it, just like what you were talking about. People left him alone. And Uh I I thought that was nice, you know, uh, that that they weren't just hounding around him. Because, I mean, it's very obvious who he is, you know, it's not like he was wearing a hat, sunglasses or anything, you know, he just went in. As uh, as itself, um.
1: but maybe purple socks.
0: <laughs> I should have checked. <laughs> That's that's a, that's so good. I love this list, Chris, of, of some of your favorite films. Some of mine, just to, just to quickly add to it. Um, I I love westerns, and I'm hoping that we can you know maybe do a bit of a deep dive on some west some some favorite westerns. Um, I think my all time favorite western is The Searchers, made in 1956. Um, directed by John Ford and starring John Wayne, Natalie Woods in it too. But that I think w- one of the great film sets, again, you know, just using that, that term from the Utah Film Commission, you know, that Utah is America's film set is Monument Valley. Right. And uh, it's beautiful. It's stuff. so stunning. And, and used with such great skill in so many of these Western films. Uh so, again, The Searchers is just one of many. Of course, it was filmed in that part of the world. The Searchers was also filmed along the San Juan River at Mexican Hat. Uh, so, anyway, beautiful. Another one that I thought about, well, because recently, you know, there's a, there's a, a new digitally made, you know, Planet of the Apes movie coming out uh, this summer called Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. But it was reminded of the original, you know, the OG Planet of the Apes from 1968 with Charlton Heston. And uh, some of that was filmed in Lake Powell. Uh, as I was, uh, re- you know, just 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 came to to mind after seeing that uh, trailer. Uh, wh- what do you take on this Planet of the Apes movies, Chris? Well, do you like any of those? Uh, so, Lake
1: Powell is a great backdrop. I mean, there's yeah,
0: like, a stunning no backdrop.
1: Movies. I remember Maverick. You know, right off the top of my head, as well as a few others. But you know, going back to the searchers stand, let me be bold and say the skiing industry within the state, I think that that many people credit Alf Ingen for the skiing industry in Utah. And and can I be so bold as to suggest that John Ford is really the Alf Ingen of movies in Utah?
0: Yeah, no, I think that's and, a really good point. Yeah. How things started, And
1: if you've been to Monument Valley it's not by an airport. It's pretty far out it there. Is yeah.
0: It is remote. Yeah.
1: Way out there. And that took a lot of guts back in those days, you know, um, to shoot something on location that far away. Yeah. Anything, really. And and which, which kind of said, and I really admire John Ford for that, you know, um, he found the right place and then made it work, not the other way around.
0: Yeah. That's excellent points chris uh and what amazes me too so many of these films these westerns they had just a huge amount of extras you know exactly um, with these big battle scenes and stuff and then all of the livestock and you just go on and on and they, this is a, this is an amazing feat how do they do this yep mm-hmm. yeah um so I, I you know i'm excited to explore that uh some more this year with this fun project uh a, a couple other things movies that come to mind Chris uh, the movie Footloose from 1983 you know the again the OG with Kevin Bacon uh, I think the majority if not all of it was filmed down in the Utah County area so in, in Lehigh and Orem Payson in particular uh, Lehigh Roller Mills I think is just still, and it's still standing but that's just like one of the classic local uh, locations of that movie uh if I was just, I was just down in Utah County, uh, just a few days ago. And yeah, I drove past Lehigh roller mills. and just got a big smile on my face. Like, oh yeah, there it is. Still, you know, still, still standing. It still looks, I think the same, uh, as it did in that, uh, in that film. I think is Phyllis, Phyllis, as I recall it, was really quite a phenomenon, right? I mean, that was, uh, everybody I think really went crazy, um, Right. That film really launched Kevin Bacon. And too.
1: It right. I mean, there's just so much that have come out of that film. The play continues, there's been remakes. Yeah. And again, part of the American lexicon now. Yeah. Right? And then of course the soundtrack. How can we forget that? Yeah,
0: soundtrack. You've a good point. Um one final little movie comes to mind, and uh this I mean, it was made for TV, but still, you know, I guess, you know, technically a movie. The High School Musical, uh, because High School Musical was filmed at my alma mater. I, I, I went to East, I attended East High School in Salt Lake City where that, that film uh, was, was made. Uh, they, if I'm not mistaken, in the movie, their mascot is the Wildcats, but the East High School m- mascot in real life is the Leopard. And oh, wow. so they, you know, they still, you could use like the same statue and stuff for the, you know, the same kind of iconography of the leopard, um, but for their wildcats, you know, back, I don't know if it's still the case, but I think at kind of the high school musical peak, uh, they, my high school was, they were offering tours, you you know, because pe- people were just, I think all sorts of people were showing up, speaking of, you know, site visiting site locations, you know, uh. Even though, if I'm not mistaken, too Chris, in the movie they say that the high school is located in Albuquerque, oh, and in New Mexico, but it's it's um, yeah, it's Salt City. Well,
1: really, yeah, and isn't that interesting? Like Dumb and Dumber is purported to be Rhode Island, right? Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's movie magic, you know. Movie
0: that's right. Make
1: Salt Lake look like Rhode Island.
0: Yeah, yeah. But if so for a while, I could say that I was I attended the world's most famous high school.
1: <laughs> I, I think that's great. You know, and that's the point that we were making earlier is there's so much beauty here. And um, I know that when people watch movies, they often say, boy, I would love to go to a beautiful place like that. Or I would love to live in an area like that someday. Um, and with all the Hallmark movies and the John Ford movies um, and as a side note, like skiing better off dead, for example. Yes. Uh, you know, all uh, not to mention um, the Grinch was filmed at solitude,
0: for example.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, well, at least the snow portions, more.
0: the snow portion with the, the Jim Carrey Grinch, right? Right, right. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. So, you know, all of these things people are saying, I would love to live there. I love to go there. I love to be in these beautiful places. And, and if you take just a moment and and think, we are here. We are. We're we're in Utah. We're in this beautiful place where all these move, where all these movies are filmed, and it's just such a great place to be. And it's fun to watch movies that are filmed literally right down the street sometimes.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. And uh, again, I I'm excited, Chris, to to do a bit of more of a deep dive in, in, into some of these because. Just as you just as you said, so many films, so many genres, so you know, there's just such a huge, huge variety. I think often you know, people just think, oh, just you know, just only westerns were made in Utah. but I, I, I think we'll be able to show that that's not well, <laughs> that's the, not the case. I mean, of course, the Westerns are great, and there were lots of them, but uh, right? lots of, lots of films. Exactly,
1: know. Stan. I mean, just thinking through some of those, uh, the horror movie scene like you like you know at the pinnacle of that of course is halloween yeah uh, comedy of course is dumb and dumber and fletch for example fletch, yes but, what what what's interesting about that if you go to ogden if you get off on the 24th street exit right off the 24th street exit there's an american legion building that's the building where um uh, from Dumb and Dumber, Dante's Inferno. Do you remember when um, the mob character ate the really spicy hamburger and died? That's that's where that happened. And then, ironically, two blocks down the road is the hotel where Fletch stayed in. Um, you know, so so comedies, horror movies, westerns, uh, rom coms, and then this this whole slew of Hallmark stuff. I mean, Utah has. Yeah.
0: Really tons I understand tons of Hallmark movies get filmed in Utah right yeah
1: right and and my wife was um, in in one recently she she played a uh, a waitress oh nice yeah. in a Hallmark movie yeah um of sorts I believe yeah she played a uh, a waitress um, they shot it on Main Street in bountiful yeah. Chris outstanding. we need to have a viewing party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, when it comes out, but she was excited that again, she was part of the movie industry, you know, right down the road from us.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, how fun. That's, that's so great. Well, Chris, this has been an absolute blast as always. Thanks so much again for taking the time, sharing your expertise with us. And I'm really looking forward to some more discussions uh, coming up about this this topic. And again, uh, more of a deep dive into some of these, some of these great films.
1: Exactly. Um, Next time we'll talk Pirates of the Caribbean, world's fastest Indian, um, as well as many others filmed right here in Utah, Stan.
0: Yeah, that's going to be great. Well, thank you, Chris. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Stan. Well, that does it for this episode of the Movies Past and Present podcast. Again, a huge thanks to Chris Dallin for joining me today. More information about the movies discussed in today's podcast can be found in the podcast notes on my blog at MoviesPastAndPresent.com. Subscribe to the podcast where you listen to your podcasts. And follow me on Instagram. I'm at MoviesPAP, as in past and present. As always, I hope you will enjoy some good movies this week, whether they be from the past or the present. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, dedicate yourself to the truth. Oh,